conclusion inevitable. It was a jump to conclusions, Matt. My conclusion was that this idea was not a practical deterrent. My only conclusion can be that it was a Sith Lord. In conclusion. Hello there, folks. Welcome back to In Conclusion, the only movie podcast hosted by two virgins. I'm Dan O'Keefe, and joining me today is Anna Otto. How are you, Anna? (laughs) I don't know what I was expecting you to say, but it wasn't that. I I go off the theme, and that's the theme of the movie. I have a really embarrassing core memory (laughs) from watching this movie where one time I had, like, the biggest brain fart. I'm watching this, and I turn to my mom, and I'm like, what's a virgin? How old goes, were you? I was too old, and I'm Catholic. <laughs> and she goes, Anna, like Mary. And I was like, Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, I didn't. You know, I I had always heard of the Virgin Mary as a concept. I didn't have any idea. I was dumb. I was like, Okay, I thought that was just like her title. Yeah, I guess like I was old enough to know why she was called the Virgin Mary. Mm. And why is that? Because she's never had sex. Loser. <gasps> Don't call the Virgin Mary a loser. <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> that she lit the candle. <laughs> um. <laughs> We're going to hell. Happy yeah. Halloween. <laughs> yes. Ooh, pagan day. Uh, yeah, happy Halloween, everyone listening. This is coming out, you know, on October 20th, so Every day of Halloween. October is Halloween. That's right, according to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, and for Halloween this year, we are talking about the Hocus Pocus duology Ooh. series. Whatever you want to call it. Two Hocus, two Pocus. Mm-hmm. Um, and to start that right off, today we're talking about Hocus Pocus end of sentence. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that mean that's the end of the sentence. Um, directed by Kenny Ortega. Ooh! I don't know if he's worked on anything else that we've talked about. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. High no, School Musical, you dummy. Were you being we have, sarcastic? This is the seventh Kenny Ortega movie that we're talking about. So, three High School Musicals. Three Descendants. Oh, yeah. And this. Yes. I forgot he did Descendants for a second. And then eventually when we do John Hughes movies, we're going to have more because he was the choreographer for them. And then when we talk about Michael Jackson's music videos as film. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. King Kenny. Um, Screenplay by Mick Garris and Neil Cuthbert. Those are some names. Mm Mm-hmm. Mick Garris is... Known for making Stephen King adaptations. My neighbors are probably sick of me already. I just got really excited is all. Television adaptations of Stephen King. I take back the TV version of The Shining. Wait, wait, wait. Did he do? Well, that's the version that's like Stephen King's version because he didn't like the Stanley Kubrick version. Also, hot take. Everybody's like, oh, Stanley Kubrick's The Shining is so scary. Name one time. At no point was I scared, but I think it's because I was annoyed that it wasn't more like the book. 
in this essay, I will. You know what I mean? You're insufferable. Thank you. You are absolutely... Oh, it's not like the book. I can't enjoy it. Get over yourself. I don't like Stanley Kubrick, which is also a hot take. On a personal level or or on a filmmaking level? Both, because he sounds kind of like a douche. That's still just personal. I said both. The personal levels, because I think he sounds like a douche, and I just don't like his films. Okay. I guess that's fair. He's dead. He's not going to abuse anyone else. Anyone else. He ruined lives. Who among us hasn't? Who among us? I hope. Well, that's not true. I have ruined a life Uh or two. There we go. (laughs) It's on tape. It cut. I mean, we Uh, knew. Story by Mick Garris and David Kirshner, who wrote and produced An American Tale. Like, there are no cats in America. Like that? Mm Mm-hmm. And the Child's Play series. Jesus Christ. The two wolves inside of him are unstoppable. (laughs) He he also worked on the Curious George movie. (gasps) The one with Jack Johnson? Well, featuring the music of Jack Johnson. I don't think Jack Johnson played a role. He played a role in that it was my favorite part of the movie. Upside down. (laughs) Starring Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Parker... Kathy Najimy, Omri Katz, Thora Birch, Vanessa Shaw, and Doug Jones. King Doug. Um, Cinematography by Hiro Narita. Good for him. I have no information about him. Mm. Music by John Debney, who has done music for a lot of Disney films and was nominated for an Oscar for The Passion of the Christ. Oh, starring Willem Dafoe. Oh, wait, no, he was in Nativity. No. He was in Nativity. That's Wasn't a different Mel movie. Gibson, who was in the Mel Gibson directed it. That gives me it the It was Jim egg. Caviezel, oh. who is alt-right now. No. No. Jesus would not be alt-right. Change my mind. You can't. Jesus would be QAnon, according to Jim. No. Jesus would be so liberal. Direct quotes. The storm is upon us. Send Lucifer and his henchmen straight back to hell where they belong. Jim Caviezel. That what? That. Uh... Right. So fun. Um, released for some stupid reason on July 16th, 1993. That's kind of goofy, but okay. With a budget of $28 million, it made $45.4 million at the box office. Okay. Uh, but that is after the re-release that happened in 2020. Oh, shit. Hmm. Uh, that only added like $3 million to it. But on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 39% approval rating. Can I say a hot take? No. Too Harmless, late. hokey, oh! yet never much more than mediocre. Say your take. I feel like, so like I liked this movie. I watched it with my mom when I was little because my mom really likes it, right? Did it feel like it just suddenly became popular when we were in college? Yeah, I had never, I had heard of it in looking through the TV guide and seeing that it was on ABC Family all the time in Halloween. Yeah. I'd never seen it. I'd never known anything about it. I just knew the name. Yeah, 
I my mom owned it on VHS because she really liked it. Like I said, so mm-hmm. I'd watched it with her a couple times. Um, never on Disney Channel. I always had to put it up, like you know, play it. And I just feel like overnight people became obsessed with it, and I never felt that way about it. Like like I said, I watched it with my mom, but I just never was that attached to it. Yeah. And it feels like all of a sudden everybody was obsessed with Hocus Pocus and you could actually get Hocus Pocus stuff everywhere. I think it has something to do with the kids because this wasn't a huge success at the box office, um, but it was aired on Disney Channel all the time, Mm -hmm. regardless of season. And the kids that, yeah, they just show it. That's fucking weird. Um, The kids that grew up watching it on Disney Channel and on ABC Family. Um, they became somewhat in control of the culture. True. So they were like, let's go fucking hog wild. Hmm. Not that I'm trying to guess, like, keep girl boss. I just think it's so weird that all of a sudden overnight people became so obsessed with it. And, like, objectively, yeah, I like the movie. It's a great time. But nothing that special. Sorry, Kenny. It is... Not better than Halloween Town. Thank you. Yeah, I'd say it's on par with any other Disney-themed holiday movie. Yeah, and I think it's part partly an issue where your theatrical movie is on the same level as your Disney Channel original movie. Yeah, I would agree. The 90s were wild. Uh, but the, the critical consensus on Rotten Tomatoes. Harmless, hokey, yet never more than mediocre. Hocus Pocus is a muddled, family-friendly effort that fails to live up to the talents of its impressive cast. True. Roger Ebert, one star. Whoa. It was a confusing cauldron in which there is great activity, but little progress and a lot of hysterical shrieking. Also true. Yeah, that's a that's a pretty concise review of it. I'm going to say it one more time. The people who are so obsessed with it now... Have you had the scales peeled back from your eyes? Because I'd say that it was pretty much on par with the new movie. And they're both just fine. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion. I can't speak to it yet because I still haven't seen it. Yeah, that's okay. We'll talk more about that next week. Oh, I can wait. (laughs) Um, So so you watched this as a kid on tape. Mm -hmm. And you liked it. Yeah, I mean, my mom really liked it, and since I was little, so my dad, like, you know, in the fall, he would set it up so he'd watch football in the living room, and my mom and I would sit in the bedroom and knit and watch TV and movies and stuff together, and um, that's just always kind of how it's been, because we're not really, unless the Packers are playing, we're not really football people, and um, so I remember... My mom was like, oh, I want to watch this. It's the same as, like, Practical Magic. Those are the two witch movies that she really liked when I was growing up. And I watched this more than Practical Magic, I'd say, though, because I think Practical Magic is kind of sad. But we don't have to talk about that today. Um, I've never seen Practical Magic, so... So it's it's a little sad to me. It's funny, but it's a little sad. But anyway, that's besides the point. Mm -hmm. Um... So my, I just remember, like, sitting in my parents' room with my mom and watching this movie and, you know, like, really liking it because I like theater and, like, Bette Midler is Bette Midler and, like, I would listen to Bette Midler's music with my mom and, like, I don't know, it's just, 
I wasn't super into Halloween when I was little either because I was so scared of everything. So approachable and like funny Halloween movies were the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. When your mom would ask you as a kid, hey, do you want to listen to some music? Would you respond with bet? No. Like Bette Midler? I got it. We didn't listen to her that much, Dan. <laughs> um, I agree with you on the not scary Halloween movie thing. Because yeah. oh, I, I was and continue to be a scaredy cat. That's I okay. don't want to be scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I was a kid, like Halloween Town, cool. Absolutely. Twitches, cool. Mm-hmm. Nightmare Before Christmas, not so much. That one was pushing it when I was little. Um, I went with my family to a production of Scrooge and I ran out of the theater when Jacob Marley came on screen oh. in chains as a ghost. Cause I was terrified. I was so scared of ghosts. It's as a okay, kid. Dan. I did the same thing at a theatrical production of, um, Oh my God. Christmas Carol. I don't know that one. I did the same thing that- at a production of Christmas Carol at the rep. So we're the same. Yeah. We have the same childhood. Mm hmm. Well, I hope that was childhood and you weren't, like, 20. It was childhood. I still don't like, uh, like, as an actor, I love when people walk through the house and, like, come through the house. As an audience member, it really freaks me out when people come through the house. Did you see the show where I came through the house at Marquette, where I was a pirate? The Shakespeare one? Yeah, I did. That was different because I knew you guys, but, like, when I don't know the actors, I'm like, oh, my God, what if they, like... Okay. What if they're here to take me? Literally, Dan, that's like my my deep-seated fear. I think I've told you this before. I like going to the movies. I like going to the theater and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a theater person, but I always have like a secret panic attack that something bad is going to happen. I get it. It's the world. Mm-hmm. It sucks that you have that, but like that's, that's kind of smart to yeah. have in the back of your head. Yeah, but I never get that way like when I'm in a show or when I'm seeing people I know in a show, it's only ever when I'm seeing a show and I don't know anybody in it. Yeah. Um, in the show, it was Pericles and I would run down the aisle. I would yell, hold matey or something like that. Um, run down the aisle, pick somebody up, then run back up the aisle. Mm -hmm. Um, and one day it was the show and my family was there to see it. And my grandma was sitting in the aisle seat right next to where I would yell. Um, And I knew that. So I yelled a little louder. And when I yelled, I saw her visibly jump up six (laughs) inches in her seat. That's funny. Oh, shit. I love that. (laughs) And then I ran down. I I picked up what I was supposed to pick up. I I ran back up the aisle. And as I did, she just slapped me with the playbill like four times. That's funny. I love that. That's so So cute. I I am a huge fan of running through the audience in shows. Yeah. You know, like cats where they like climb cat-likely over your seats? Yeah. I would hate that. Oh, I was going to say, I thought you were going to say you want to do that. I would love to be the one climbing on the seats, not Mm -hmm. on the receiving end. My big issue with cats is there aren't enough buttholes directly in the face of the audience. Like, I want them to stop like cats do and just, like, scent. If you were in the audience and I was in a production of Cats, I would put my butt in your face. Thank you? Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) I don't want this. This And then I turn around and look at you. 
<laughs> and I wouldn't break eye contact. You wouldn't blink. You're going hard into the cat mode. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Hocus Pocus. This is the first time I saw it. Ever? And, yeah, horror. Holy cow! Okay. I mean, it's no teen witch. Okay, okay. <laughs> Um, and it was fine. I don't know. I don't get the whole love. Just like I don't understand the whole love for the Scooby-Doo movies. It's fine. It was fine. Yeah. I have no connection to it. That's okay. All right. Um, but I do agree with Roger Ebert's review pretty much to a T. Okay. Um, anyway, the plot. It's October 31st, 1693, and we're in Salem, Massachusetts. Mm-mm-mm. And uh-oh, we're introduced to a little bitch named Thackeray Binks. Someone needs to slap his parents. Gage was appalled that he didn't have shoes on and he was running around in the dirt. And I said, Gage, it's the 1600s. I'm appalled that his name is Thackeray. Yeah, I know. I feel like maybe somebody had a lisp or something. My character's name is Thackeray Banks. Exactly. Anyway, his little sister Emily has been kidnapped Mm -hmm. into the woods by an old woman. Mm -hmm. Thackeray talks to his friend Elijah to get the town elders to give chase and Thackeray gets to the witch's cottage just as Emily goes inside and guess who's in the cottage? But the Sanderson sisters. Three bad bitches. Angelica, Eliza, and Peggy. Yup. That's their names. Don't wear it out. No, they're they are Winifred, played by Bette Midler, Mary, played by Kathy Najimi, and Sarah, played by Sarah Jessica Parker. Um, last night, Gage said something that really resonated with me. And yeah. it was, is Sarah Jessica Parker actually sexy in this role, or does she have big titties? Option B. I agree. I agree. No offense to Sarah Jessica Parker. I'm sure she's a lovely lady. Yeah, but... she's attractive, but like, it's them tiggle bitties mm-hmm. that people are like, mmm, salivating. I was not salivating, but yes. I don't know which witch is my favorite. I love them all for different reasons. I have to say that Sarah Jessica Parker is mine. Is it because she's slutty? Oh. No, it's because okay. she's an airhead. Oh, that's true. I think I like, are funny. See, that's why I like Mary, Kathy Najimi's character, too, because she's kind of an airhead, too. The two, mm-hmm. I definitely think that Bette Midler is my least favorite of the three. Because what, you she's, don't like the character that has 50% of the script? I don't like the character that has the most brains. Mm. She's got 50% of the brains, and then SJP and Kathy Najimi's character each have 25%. That is giving them too much credit. I'm just saying... I'd say 70, 20, 10. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so, the witches are stealing the life force out of the young children. Mood. Uh, and Thackeray tries to stop them from giving his sister the potion, but it's too late. They're already getting younger by the day. And Winifred subdues him. They're going to drain his life force. I also uh, like to drain the life force of men. Yeah. I know. I was going to skip right over that, but let's delve into that. <laughs> the pain uh, in your eyes is feeding me. 
You mean the pain in my baby blue eyes? <laughs> the pain in your blue orbs is feeding my, me. My beautiful blue eyes. Your orbs that are piercing through my screen. They're, people always are trying to find a way to get good, clean, long-lasting energy. Mm-hmm. Some people say wind. Some people say solar. Some people even say nuclear. Uh, all they need to do is get a direct line to these baby blues because they are electric. Amen. And they are not going anywhere. Amen. Uh, so, Thackeray, he's going to get killed, but then he calls them a hag, and he's going to have an even harsher punishment. He's <laughs> turned into a black cat, doomed to live with the guilt of failing to save his sister forever. I mean, cats are cute. They are. That doesn't That's sound that, that bad. I mean, like, I guess, you know, he did have to live all the way to 1993 before mm-hmm. he could possibly have a good home. A Fate Worse Than Death, 1993. Truly. Um, so the townspeople barge into the cottage, capture the sisters, and hang them right there. That's a little intense. With justice in Salem. I mean, I know that's what like happened to the witches, but it's a little intense. Mm-hmm. So at least the one positive is they never had any uh, descendants. <gasps> no, oh. not a pun. They didn't have any descendants who could then post on Facebook, we are the daughters of the witches you couldn't burn. Okay, Jordan sent me a screenshot. Our friend Jordan sent me a screenshot that said, we are the daughters of the Baja you couldn't blast. (laughs) 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 That shit has me dying. (laughs) I think I I saw a a picture of Uh Scrappy-Doo. And it was, we are the daughters, or... We are the Scoobies of the witches you couldn't do or something like that. I love I that. I what it was. I love it. Uh, but Thackeray, in cat form, goes up to his father, who throws himself away. Throws. Who the fuck is this cat? Not mine. Where's my son? Literally, mood. Except it would be, this cat is my son. Well, it's the 1600s. Yeah. But I love animals. In lean times, cats would go from pet to dinner. I guess. Meanwhile, I starve so my dog can feast on a no-hide chicken-flavored bone. Your dog is wearing a diaper. She's on her period. You're wearing, You're having her wear a diaper because she's too horny. It's to protect her from herself. Mm. I can't be a grandma. I'm only 22. You're not 22. (laughs) You're 54 years old, Anna. Oh, no. Wake up. I got to go drink the souls of more children. (laughs) Uh, So, the transformed Binks. He's still a cat. Mm -hmm. And there is a curse that says the sisters will be resurrected during a full moon on All Hallows Eve if a virgin lights the black flame candle in their cottage. A virgin? A virgin? (laughs) Lame. Could be us. Um, (laughs) Binks is like, I'm going to guard this cottage for my whole life. How does a cat guard a door? By biting? I mean, cats... Listen, I've been bitten by both a cat and a dog in my life, and maybe this is just the delirium talking, but I feel like being bitten by a cat 99% of the time 
like a warning bite from a cat hurts mm-hmm. more than a warning bite from a dog. People, I mean, don't been, come for me. What? I've never been bit by a dog, but the oh. warning bites from my cat are very light. Oh, I've been bitten by a dog and a cat. I, okay, 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 fine. Dogs do have worse bites, but cats are inherently meaner? You could just kick it. What the fuck? I would never kick a cat, Dan. I have never intentionally kicked a cat. That's fair. I've never intentionally kicked any animal. Last night, Jester put her paw directly under my foot while I was carrying a plate full of chicken. Oh, oh no. I did not drop it, but she probably was hoping I would. She didn't even cry. She was like, (laughs) oops. Did I do that? She had me messed up. So, three centuries later, October 31st, 1993, Mm -hmm. their teacher is telling a story to the class, story of the witches, in this town that is really fucking hard on for Halloween. I mean, it's Salem. I feel like it's, that's probably how it is in real life. I've never been introduced to California boy. You, Dan O'Keefe. Me, yeah. His name is Max. Okay. Omri Katz. Did you think he was cute? Be honest. Eh. That was all right. I had a crush on him when I was little. I thought he was so cute. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, and he says that Halloween's a conspiracy dreamt up by the candy companies. Oh, no. Wait. Was I into conspiracy theorists as a child? Why you say that in the past tense? Um, uh! Allison, the popular girl in school, Max has a crush on her. She puts him in his place. His punishment kink is going well. Mm, he's, mommy, sorry, mommy, sorry. <laughs> he asks for her number and she rejects him. And he's like, mommy, sorry. <laughs> and don't worry, his day gets worse because after he does this like intense mountain biking through the forest, that shit's hard. I mean, he then pulls up in a cemetery where these two bullies who call themselves Jay and Ice. Iconic. Uh, steal his shoes. I don't think cemeteries are scary, and I feel like it's disrespectful that they're hanging out there. I, uh, I agree with the first point. I don't think it's disrespectful that they're hanging out there. It'd be disrespectful if they were... It's disrespectful that they're stealing a kid's shoes there. Yeah, I mean, do you, I don't think they're there to visit Ice's grandma. You know what I'm saying? You don't need to be. You can just spend time in a cemetery. I guess. I mean, I have spent time in a cemetery. I don't know. I just feel weird about... I guess, like, I've been on this kick lately where I'm, like... Of hating teenagers? I mean, that's every day. <laughs> no, of just like thinking about how cemeteries to me are not scary like I used to think they were because if the ghosts were to come back to life, it would just be a bunch of like grandmas and grandpas. Uh-huh. Do you know how many slurs would be thrown around? Okay, yes, I do. I do think about that and I don't love that energy. Mhm. But you know what? This is what? my hypothetical world, and nobody's racist there, okay? <laughs> That's good. Anyway. Keep your dreams. Thank you. I'm, I'm manifesting. Um, so, Max's younger sister, Danny, dresses up as a witch. 
mm-hmm. and he f- is forced to take her out trick-or-treating because their parents are going to a party nice wish it was me they're trick-or-treating where do they wind up allison's house what in the fucking rich people? They're having like a freaking Victorian themed Halloween party. Salem, man. I That's what can't... they do. Is she just had a Victorian period dress lying about in her closet that she could wear? Well, yeah. Couldn't be me. Uh, and Allison's mom used to run the museum about the Sanderson sisters. And they're like, let's fucking go there. Let's just go, and I know Max is like, let's go and make out with my sister there. Gross. Which he's probably cool with. Um, and when they're there, he's like, ooh, it's a little dark. Let me throw some light on. One, why would you ever do that? If you're trying to make out, you want it to be as dark as possible. I don't want to see the sins I'm committing. Shirt on, lights off. Oh, damn. <laughs> now that sounds like a party. <laughs> And he lights the black flame candle. Gasp. And he's a fucking virgin. Lame. I can't even say that without laughing. Like, I can't. (laughs) Oh, you fucking nerd. (laughs) They they really hammer home the point that this high school kid is a virgin. I know. I'm like, you're a child. Reverse slut shaming him. I'm like, he's a child. He doesn't need to not be a virgin. Like, it's fine. The town of Salem has a strict get fucked at 15 or you're fucked policy. Disgusting. I hate it. It seems like. It hasn't gone away since the 1600s. The laws just remain the same. Yeah. Salem is a, it's a sovereign citizen city. The witches are resurrected. They left the cauldron on. Ah ha 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 ha. They try to steal Danny's soul, but Max comes to the rescue. And he steals their spell book as they escape. Mm-hmm. After meeting Binks, who gives them advice? Because he can talk. I love that. Why didn't he talk did... earlier? That's the question. Amen. If you could talk for 300 years but didn't, I feel like, one, you could have joined the circus. The talking cat? I guess he could have. I guess you're right. Because that's everybody's dream. To see a talking cat? Or to to join join the the circus? circus. Not mine. Because they abuse animals. Maybe not so much anymore, but they used to. Oh, I'm sorry. Are you an animal? Technically, yes. Are you one of the animals they abuse? Probably. I would probably cry a lot. <laughs> they ask you to like sweep and you start weeping. Literal mood. This, this is abuse. No, abuse. as they're just whipping a lion. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so Max grabs the spell book and they run to a graveyard. Mm-hmm. And because it's hallowed ground, the witches can't step foot there. Bless. Good. Uh, At the graveyard, they come across the grave of Billy Butcherson, who was Winifred's ex-lover, who Winifred had poisoned and sewed his mouth shut. With a dull needle, to be specific. Mm -hmm. Which, like, why'd she do that if he's already passed out? But I guess I get it. Yeah. At that point, like, 
It was just making it difficult for you. Yeah. I mean, think about this. Maybe she thought it would be extra painful in death. Well, if he's he's not going to feel it. I don't know. I truly don't know, Dan. Evil people don't think through their plans well enough. Not always, no. Bunch of fools. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Binks then leads them to the grave of his sister, Emily, tells the story, and he says that he was guarding the candle from people like Max, you know, virgins. I'm always guarding my stuff from virgins. Can't trust virgins them. Virgins are also always guarding their stuff. Dan! You need to guard your carnal rose, Max. Ew, don't ever say that again. Have you ever, like... <sighs> say it. Ask your question. No, when you said that, it reminded me of that thing where it's like you pass around a rose through a crowd of people, and by the time the rose gets back up to the speaker, it's missing petals and it's crumpled, and people go, that's your virginity when you sleep around. What the fuck? No! <laughs> oh, is that just something that girls experience? Got yes. it. Yes. Absolutely. Got Guys, it. it was like, here's how you put on deodorant. Got it. Well. That's horrible. Dan's flower, consider it crumpled. Oh, my Lord. my fl- Not only crumpled, but there's a very large hole in the middle. <laughs> it's like a used scrunchie. Stop bringing scrunchies into it. <laughs> Before we started recording, I told Anna that scrunchies make me uncomfortable because they look like a butthole. But this one looks like a fox. I'm showing Dan I got some Squishmallow scrunchies, and this one looks like a fox. Mm-hmm. It just looks like his mouth. He's just going to yeah, eat Yeah, it looks a like fox. a fox that has an anus for a mouth. He's just going to eat like a carrot or something. What do foxes eat? A mouse? Um, I mean, it seems like he'd just be vomiting out poop. It's not human centipede, Dan. No, but it... Is that what happens? No, there's an end to the human centipede. Yeah, I don't know. I listened to a podcast about somebody talking about human centipede because I deemed it too yucky. Yes, you're correct. Mm-hmm. I'm also not... haven't watched it, nor do I plan on it. No, me either. Um, so, the witches catch up to them at the cemetery, and they raise Billy Butcherson from the grave and send him after the children. Ooh, and honestly, at this point, I don't care anymore. You don't care about the movie anymore? We I don't care even, about the plot. We haven't even gotten to the singing yet. Yeah. Mary has an enhanced sense of smell, which is why they could follow the kids around. Why couldn't it just be because they're magic and witches? I mean, I to mean be honest with you, I feel like anybody could sniff out a child, especially if they're not wearing deodorant. I've been around some children in my day, and they are frankly very fresh very um very pungent i believe it um the spell that brought them back only works on halloween and unless they can suck the life out of one child they will turn to dust when the sun rises me too what i suck the life out of children every day (laughs) every day yeah and they let you direct children's theater? They just eat the children. The children that you see are reanimated corpses. Because I'm a witch. why do you need to cast 45 swings um, in this play? I don't know. I'm directing another play, did I tell you? No, what's the play? Once Upon a Mattress Junior. 
Isn't it already Junior? No. Once Upon a Mattress is a pretty X-rated show. SJP was uh, in it. Oh, Sarah Jessica Parker. I was like social 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 justice pirate. Pirate poorier? No. Sarah Poirot? Jessica. Sarah Jessica Parker. Anyway, ah. back to eating children. Um so they lure the kids to the high school, which they think is a prison, and they go in the library and they trap the witches in a pottery kiln and they burn them alive. Yay! And the movie's over? That's... No, that, what? No, it's not. Dan wishes. Yeah. Uh, as they're celebrating the death of the, the witches, they are high-fiving and running across a field right next to the fountain from the Friends opening credits. Is that really what that is? That fountain? Yeah. Huh. This is filmed on the back lot. I guess you're right. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the witches survive because of course they do. So, do I know what happens next? I mean, I watched the movie and enjoyed myself, but you go ahead. I'm and... happy for you. Uh, then there's a song. Yeah. Why, the why is there the a song? Because Bette Midler's in the movie, baby, and it's in her contract. Amen. And you know what? It actually makes sense to the plot. Yeah. And the reason why I'm saying this and bringing it up will make more sense next week. <laughs> and I, I love the lyrics. Daddy says to be home by sundown. Daddy doesn't That's literally know. not the song. <laughs> Hamilton wasn't even a thought, a glint in Lin-Manuel Miranda's eye. Uh, and Max is hosting a show called High School Hell in the high school and making the witches contestants. So... Have fun with that. What is happening right now? I got the order mixed up. The song happens before they go into the school. Oh, whatever. Exactly. <sighs> the plot doesn't matter. What? Did you just hiss at me like a cat? No, I breathed and then scratched my head. <laughs> oh, it sounded like... I went... <sighs> you see, it sounds like... <sighs> Thank you. You're welcome. Anyway, the song does slap in this movie, and it makes sense, okay? Sure, it makes sense. The witches are having fun. Yeah, the vibes are immaculate. They're vibing. Um, they don't realize that the witches have survived, though, and Max and Alice had opened the spell book, and they hope they're going to reverse the spell on Banks. But the spell book is like an iPhone Find My Friends beacon, and it tells the witches exactly where the kids are. Mood. How? What does that mean? What does mood mean? <laughs> I'm the book, and I will tattle immediately. <laughs> if anyone tries to get in between me and my friends, I'm a tell. Do you have Find My Friends on for, like, everybody? I don't even know how to enable Find My Friends because I'm elderly. Mm -hmm. I don't have... I mean, I have an Android, so it would be a different thing, and... The only time I ever have my location turned on is mm -hmm. when I send my bike rides to Anna so she can track me so she knows that I doesn't die I don't die. You know, that's but very other than kind that, of it's you. too creepy. Like I have other friends who'll be like, Oh yeah, it looks like someone's at their apartment, someone's at the grocery store, and I'm like, Stop Yeah, I don't like Let that. Them live. I don't think I have find my friends on. Let's find out together. Because to be honest, I don't want people to know sometimes sometimes I lie about where I am because I don't want people 
to bother What's me. Your, what are your secret places that you go to that you lie about? My house. I'll say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm busy. Am I busy or am I watching Netflix? You know what That's I mean? That's being busy. Thank you, Dan. It's not like you're saying, oh, I'm at the library when you're just throwing up singles at the strip club. You know, both sound fun, but... Both would be busy. Yeah. I don't even know how to put this on. Let's move on. Yes. I don't have uh, that as an option. Anyway, I'm elderly. So, the witches, they track them down, they kidnap Danny and Binks and recover the spellbook, leaving Max and Allison to just be virgins together. No comment. And then Sarah, played by Sarah Jessica Parker, she's singing, and she's luring the Salem's children to the Sanderson Cottage. Yo, that song used to fuck me up when I was little. I'd get it stuck in my head, and I'd be like, oh my god, I'm being hypnotized by a witch! It reminded me of... Did you have a children's liturgy at church when you were a kid where, like, the kids would go and they would do, like, a Bible reading that explained it for a seven-year-old to understand and then there'd be the regular Bible readings for the adults? Yes, but I never went because I was afraid of getting lost and not being able to find my parents in the church again. Okay. Okay. Um, they would always sing a song that was like, Let the children come to me. Not at that tune. I can never remember that what the actual was tune was. That was terrifying. Yeah. But they would sing that to, like, hearken the kids to go oh, into the church basement for this. No! Every, every word of that sentence made my skin crawl. Hearken the children to the church basement. I... That, that is the logline of a horror movie. We did... Sorry, if, you, if I sound lumpy and bumpy, it's because my dog insists that I rack her like a baby or she'll cry. Wow. Cool. Um, She's spoiled. Um, yeah, I only did that one time, and it was because a bunch of my friends were at the same mass that we were. Uh-huh. And I did get lost for a little bit, and it scared the shit out of me. And I never did it again, even though it was literally run by my friend's mom, and I would have been fine. Mm-hmm. And you could have just followed the other kids back upstairs. No, no, no. I meant, like, once I... So... Most churches have two sides, right? Two rows. you couldn't remember what side your parents were on? No, 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 Dan. um, My church had stadium seating, and it had one, two, three, four, five, six sections. Okay. So it was really big for a little kid. And you couldn't remember the section your parents were in? Dan, no. I was afraid. How did you become a functioning adult? I really don't know. Probably with the help of Lexapro. Is that like Adderall? No, it's an antidepressant. They use it for anxiety. Hmm. I need to start prescribing pro-depressants for people who are too happy. I should probably take that, too. (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to even out, man. Yeah, I'm just trying to find some middle ground. Hmm. Cranberries are full of antioxidants. What food has a lot of oxidants? I fucking love cranberry. Um, so, Max and Allison, they free Danny and Binks by tricking the witches into believing that sunrise was an hour early because of the power of daylight savings time. Magic. Uh, and they think that they're done for. The witches, they panic and pass out. Mood, again. And everybody escapes. They could really benefit from some Lexapram. Lexapram? You fool. So, that's what I said. No, it's Lexapro. 
The generic, the generic is escitalopram, so you're kind of right. Escitalopram sounds like a denomination. It sounds like I just stroked out while trying to say something. Yeah, I'm from Escitalopram. Precisely. You mean Ecuador? Yep. That's it. Back at the cemetery. Billy catches up to the kids and takes Max's knife, cuts his mouth open, and he he calls Winifred a bitch. Yeah, some of the language. I was like, dang. Go back to hell. I've already been there. It was lovely, or whatever she says. <laughs> he, I think his exact thing that he calls Winifred is... Um, he ad-libbed it. Oh. Because he's uncomfortable with swearing, because mm-hmm. he's very religious. Doug is? Doug Jones, he's religious. Okay, King, pop off. Right? And he says that she is a buck-toothed, mop-riding firefly from hell. That's pretty good. That's worse than a bitch. I'm considering putting that in my wedding vows. I think you should. That's beautiful. I would cry. When I first met you, I thought you were a buck-toothed, mop-riding firefly from hell. Like, at us now. Ew, gross. <laughs> um, so, you know, Billy, he's in with them. Because why would he be with the witches? Winifred killed him. Why would you support the person who killed you? I mean, he technically was dead, story. right? They just rose him from the dead again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the witches attack from the air. One of them riding on a... Vacuum cleaner. Mood. Iconic. And they they steal Danny. And Winifred tries to use the last vial of potion to suck the soul out of Danny. But Binks, like a cat, knocks the potion out of her hand. Classic. catches and chugs it down like it's a Baja blast. No. We're the daughters of the Baja you couldn't blast. And the sun starts to rise. And Winifred is just about to drain Max's life force. The gang fends off the other witches. And then Max and Winifred fall into the hallowed ground in the cemetery, which causes Winifred to turn into stone. Good for her. (laughs) I wish my body would turn to stone. Like, from working out or just from, like... No, from working out. I know that that would require eating more protein... But anyway, you know, that the days you don't want to go are the days. That you Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Anna didn't want to go to the gym today, so she didn't. Amen. I sat on the couch and I ate tacos because it's Taco Tuesday. That's right. I bought that. I made them um, at home, so they weren't so bad. Mary and Sarah get Thanos snapped away. They what? The witches, they get Thanos snapped away. They I mean, turn to dust. Okay. I mean, yeah. Okay. He just went. He, he didn't have a time frame. It's an alternate world. Um, Banks turns back into a human. Mm-hmm. And dies. Classic. And he reunites his soul with his sister, who, through some really weird framing, it makes it seem like he is 30 feet taller than her. Yeah. They didn't need to do that. No. <laughs> I don't know how else to say it. Billy goes back into his grave to die again. The spellbook opens its eye and shows that it's alive. 
which means that the witches could possibly return again someday. Ooh. And then that's the movie. And there's an after credit scene, but I didn't watch it, so I don't know what it is. Oh, I didn't watch it either. I didn't know there was one. Uh, oh, that's when the spell book opens up its eye. Oh, but they put it at the end of the movie. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Max and Danny's parents exit City Hall with other party goers, exhausted from hours of dancing. And then it cuts to Ice and Jay hanging from the cages at the Sanderson home, singing Row, Row, Row Your Boat. That part's a little funny. (laughs) So that was originally after the end credits, but they moved it up beforehand on the Disney Plus release. I loved it. And that's Hoke Poke. We did it. We did it. It was fine. It's a 90s movie. Yeah, it is a, I think it is a perfectly harmless 90s kids movie Mm -hmm. that deserves as much thought and memory as went into the script. It's a, it's a harmless little movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... I know why my mom likes it. Like, it's just a classic little... It's a fun little movie. It's not meant to be taken seriously. But people have just blown it up so much that it feels like it's supposed to be the greatest Halloween movie of all time. And it's just, like, a movie. Yeah. It's a movie. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, it's so forgettable. I watched this two days ago. I don't remember 80% of the things that I read. I just don't think... Now, nobody come for me, but I don't think it deserves the hype that some people give it where they're just so obsessed with it. I agree. It's fun. Yeah, sure, for some. But I don't think I need a sweatshirt that says, Sisters, we fly on it. You know what I mean? Well, I do for different reasons. Oh, okay. Mostly self-loathing. That's fair. Yeah, but no, I, I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. It is, it, it's fine. The the cult of fandom around it is odd. That's a, that this is what built it. Yeah, And exactly. not like, uh, I'm trying to think of another example. Not like Patch Adams. I don't know. That's a really oh, bad Oh, God, movie. please not Patch Adams. Uh, I do have trivia for us. Okay, hit me. Sarah Jessica Parker's ancestor, Esther Elwell, was accused of witchcraft during the Salem Witch Trials. Okay. Yeah. Um, the movie was originally pitched to Steven Spielberg, um, but Spielberg saw Disney as a rival and refused to co-produce it with them. So that's why it's only Disney. Hmm. In Latin America and Brazil, the movie is called Abracadabra. In Portugal, Three Crazy Witches. <laughs> in Slovenia, The Witches Are Coming Back. In Spain, Return of the Witches. And in Taiwan, Witches Are Crazy Too. I like that one. Um, Vanessa Shaw, mm-hmm. who plays um, Allison, could mm-hmm. not stop laughing when they kept mentioning a virgin lit the candle. I would be laughing too, because I am amateur. And Bette Midler said this was her all-time favorite movie role. That's good. 
I'm glad Bette Midler had a good time. Yeah. Um, some potential things that could have been, but were not. The original choice to play Thackeray was Leonardo DiCaprio. <gasps> Would have been better. He turned it down to do What's Eating Gilbert Grape okay. and got nominated for an Oscar. Okay, okay, understood, understood, okay, understood. Jennifer Lopez auditioned for Sarah. That would have been fun. Cloris Leachman was the first choice to play Winifred. Okay. Uh, Rosie O'Donnell was originally set to play Mary. Oh, but this was back when Rosie was still, like, not intimidating. Favorite. Yeah, this was six years before Tarzan, even. Oh, love Tarzan. And Allison was supposed to spend the whole movie in her Halloween costume, but they said it would be impossible for her to do that much running and fighting in a 17th century party dress. Oh, uh, yeah. Unfortunately. My God. Anna! Dan! Would this movie be better, worse, or the same with Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Far better. Far better. As even, Well, you get to pick either Thackeray or Max. I... Before you even suggested who as, I was picturing Max, so. Okay. I think he'd be way better at it. Yeah, I think the dude who plays Max is fine, mm-hmm. but JTT's just got that that glint in his eye. Amen, the troublesome glint. Mm. It was kind of giving. You should listen to my band. Troublesome glint. Yeah. It's kind of a sexy name, actually. Okay. Write that down. down, write that down. Your dog is horny, not you. She's hiding. Her hor- her She's hiding her from her horn. <laughs> um, I cut you off. You were saying something. Uh, About JTT's glint. I just think that he's so, like, he, he gives that sexy, like, smarmy. Yeah, I know it and all. It, <laughs> yeah, and in your head, you're thinking about the 17-year-old Jonathan Taylor Thomas, right? This feels like a trap. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean, like JTT. I do, yeah. Yeah. He he's got the 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 bad boy with an edge but heart of gold sort of thing exactly. going. Exactly. Exactly. Like me. Where? Name one edge you have. You're a circle. <laughs> okay, that's mean. Not like in shape, but you're not you're not mean. I wish this movie would be better with Jimmy Stewart as the voice of Thackeray as a cat of Binks the Cat. Oh my god. That's what I said. I, I, I could never die. Witches? God, a virgin lit the candle. No reaction. I'm ignoring Silence you. Silence from your end. I'm ignoring you because I hate it so much. On a scale of one to five virgins lighting a candle, what do you give it? Three. Mm, it's just fine. Yeah, it's fine. Two and a half for me. Yeah. Same. It's fine. I just, I feel like such a hater because I never got on that whole, like, ah, I love Hocus Pocus. Like, I'm not, I never was like that. Thinking critically about a movie doesn't make you a hater. Thank you, Dan. I really appreciate you gassing me up like that. Because I just, I don't, I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm too cool for that. Because I'm definitely not too cool for it. You know what I mean? absolutely not. No one would think that you are. Thank you, Dan. I know that was backhanded, but thank you. (laughs) Um, 
Anything else to add? No, I don't think so. How about you, Dan? Okay, I have nothing. I am nothing and I have nothing. Thank you. Okay. We will be back next week talking about Hocus Pocus 2, which should have been called Two Hocus, Two Pocus. Two Hocus, Two Pocus. I'm so glad you said it, because if you weren't didn't, I was going to say it right after you anyway. Or I think it should have been called Hocus Pocus. Now you don't. <sighs> Drop the Hocus Pocus. Just call it Now You Don't. Now to see me. <laughs> Uh, if you want to find In Conclusion on social media, we're on Facebook and Twitter at and In Conclusion on Instagram at In Conclusion Podcast, Patreon.com slash In Conclusion. I'm on Twitter at Dan O'Keefe 86 and on TikTok at Not Dan O'Keefe. Anna, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Adam is Prime or you can find me on Twitter at Autobots Roll Out, capital O for auto, capital U bots, capital R for roll in the O in roll in the O in out R zeros. Or you can follow my dog, Adjuster the Pop 1017. And it is her first birthday as we are recording this. So everybody wish her happy birthday. Happy birthday, Stink. Go to the comments mm-hmm. at Jester the Pop 1017. The Pup 1017. Uh, we will be back next week with Hocus Pocus, Two Hocus, Two Pocus. Now you don't. In the meantime, everybody stay safe, have fun, and get vaccinated. Bye-bye! I think it's one of those you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them attractive. You know what I'm saying? A Creative Land podcast.